Now, you may have uh, seen my next guest in the city raising money for her charity, Supersight Hound Rescue, with the slogan, A Pound for a Hound. I saw Lexi last Sunday in the city raising money, invited her to come in, and here she is. Hi, Lexi. Hello. Nice to see you. And you brought a couple of friends with you as well. Tell me about your friends you've got um, in the studio. We've got Archie with us today. He's my black x-ray, sir. I've adopted him about three years ago now. He's... um, He's the biggest marshmallow you'll ever meet. Yeah. Um, you know, when people hear about greyhounds and they yeah. often think, oh, my God, I've got to pick up my small dog or cat, you know, run away from them. But he he would run away from a cat. He is, like, oh. super gentle. Many greyhounds are, you know, can live with cats or other small dogs as well. And then we've got little Nelly here. She is a Saluki cross a greyhound, I think think only about seven months old She's is it if you have any cross with a le- with a um, greyhound or a whippet are they always called a lurcher uh, it's basically what um there's a group name for them called sight hound which is what we are called so if i say terrier you think of little you know little dogs but if i say sight hound then that's all saluki greyhound whippet and all of them so any of those crossed with any other breed is basically called a lurcher so, um, so, so Archie's your dog. Uh, how did you ad- adopt him? Um, he's from one of the RGT branches. Right, uh, okay. I've always wanted greyhounds okay. ever since I was like a teeny tiny little kid. And once we got to uh, the stage in our life with my other half that, you know, we could provide um, a secure life for a dog, then um, we went and uh, fell in love with him. So tell me about... Super Science Hound Rescue is that is it, like is that a Norfolk based charity or is it na- nationwide? We are Norwich based, basically. Um, well, still in the works, really. We're still baby. Uh, started up last May. Uh, we became registered end of June uh, last year in 2015, and uh, we are completely foster based at the moment. Um, which we are actually quite desperate for. So if anyone wants to foster for us, that would be great. Certainly. Okay, we'll, we'll give the details. We'll give the details now, we'll give them that yeah. later as well. So, so when you say foster... Yeah. So it doesn't mean adopt, because I know when you go down to Snetterson for the dog rescue there, yeah. they, they kind of keep ownership of the dog, yeah, but yeah. also you, you look after it for the rest of its life. Right, that's, uh, that's uh, permanent fostering. So in this case, you're saying look after the dogs for a bit until we can find a home. That's right. But could the people fostering potentially say, oh, we'll keep it? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that always happens. Uh, I've got another... Ge- greyhound called ng and she's my failed foster once you start fostering it is evident that at some point you will fail and adopt your dog um which is a good thing you know um but yeah basically what we're looking in a foster parent is to look after a dog for a few months until we can find them a permanent home but you always have the priority to do adopt them right um which is you know all the better so do you have to be a bit careful about who you let them adopt because though you're desperate for people for dogs to be adopted yes at the same time you hear all kinds of stories which would go on to later but so do you do home checks before you let them go absolutely um we we do sort of um try to um keep an open mind not like um well as a new charity we're quite small so we can get really really involved and get to know everybody we do do home check prior to homing our dogs we also do a four-week trial um before you can actually adopt your dog Mm -hmm. which means you take your dog home after a few initial visits at the foster home then we come and visit in a couple of weeks time to see if everyone is happy if you're 
caring well for the dog, you know, that sort of thing. We can give you a few pointers. Then we come up uh, at the end of the fourth week. And then if everyone is happy, you can then adopt your dog, but not before then. Right. And... So if well, where do the dogs come from? Is it from the racing industry? And they they, they call you. So hey, Lexi, we've got some ex racers here. We've got no home for them. Can, can you please take them? Well, we we could take them from trainers as well, but we're actually more looking into taking them off internet adverts or from gotcha. pounds, right? Because I mean, when you put a dog on the internet, especially lurchers and the sort, they're very keen for like um illegal dog fighting rings is because um they bleed really easily they're very fast uh and it is just awful yeah um yeah yeah. it's it's difficult to see okay so say you is it particularly the the breeds the faster breeds that if somebody puts an advert say on gumtree just to say okay say someone's got a dog for christmas and think oh that was a mistake can't look at after it we're out of work all day yeah and we'll put it on gumtree and some nice person comes along and says oh we'll look after the dog well it's a bit like some kind of film or a cartoon where when they've gone around the corner that guy isn't quite so nice as you thought they take him off to some kind of absolutely dog fight absolutely where they're just I mean, they're just fodder for the the, the the police dogs. have uh, found uh, people from fighting rings that have uh, interviewed them, and this lady actually has admitted that um, her husband ran a fighting ring. She used to dress up really nicely, uh, went and uh, answered these, you know, in love with the puppy, and so she goes off, buys the puppy, you know, for 50 quid yeah. or for free or whatever, goes home chucks it in a cage in in you know in the garden and then um, the husband will go and take it into fighting but but it is is it is it just this breed i mean if, if, if you had a, just, a, a labrador or whatever yeah. they wouldn't be possibly quite as not prone as, to it not as prone to uh, labradors because um like i say greyhounds breed really easily and um well you know sort of sick people like uh fighting uh who who enjoy the dog fights you know they want blood they want the screaming and all of that to come with which is horrible but greyhounds do scream uh i mean they're proper drama queens even if they just honestly get a little nick they will scream so that everyone can hear it down the street um so they are very keen choice unfortunately so would it be i mean from your point of view would you rather i mean we talked about the dog fighting that's a real abhorrent thing but also you hear about the the racing the the greyhounds go racing and when they're not fast enough anymore they're basically dumped and i know that in certain parts of the world, I think in Ireland it was there. Mainly, yeah. Yeah, a lot so, of so, it so they're, they're saying, okay, so we're going to make you tattoo the dog's ear so you can't do that. And right. all they did, because they used to chuck them off cliffs and things and all sorts, cut the poor dog's ear off before yes, throwing them do. over the cliff. So, yes, they do. Uh, so, so, would you ultimately like to see the end of greyhound racing? I would love it if that would come to an mm. end. Um, many people, even in the rescue industry, uh, think uh, that if it did become illegal to race, it would go underground. Um, therefore, it wouldn't be a good thing because uh, all the legislations and you know laws yeah. around it um, wouldn't protect the dogs. But as far as I'm concerned, if it's, illegal, it's at least not it working works, yeah. anyway. Yeah. I mean, um, they are regulated by GBGB which is their own private little board um and many of them raise their own dogs as well they don't release mm. enough data on uh, you know 
what happens to those injured do- dogs. So um, it is just so much over inbreeding and overbreeding of of the dogs that is is it has to end and it has to end soon because. I mean, there is a reason why you have so many greyhound-dedicated rescues yeah. only in England and then so many more. It is just too many. Because mm, um, greyhounds got a shorter natural uh, lifespan. Um, they are actually quite healthy dogs because they've been bred to be hunting and healthy, you know, running and all of that. I mean, apart from cancer, they don't often get the, the illness that large dogs get, like hip, hip dysplasia yeah. and that sort of thing. So, no, they can live up to a good 15, 16 years if they're kept healthy. Okay, and they don't necessarily need, though they're fast dogs around the track, they don't really need much exercise, do they? They like to no, cook around the fire. As, yeah, as you can see, I mean, these guys been out for a 10-minute walk this morning, and as you can see, they're, they're asleep. Um, I mean, Archie, he's coming up to eight now this year, and he only goes every two or three days for about 20 minutes and i have to beg him to get (laughs) off the sofa this is no joke we have arguments about this (laughs) he has to get off the sofa and go for a walk um they are couch potatoes and and, uh, who's your other dog here that's nelly just under the desk trying to nick my coffee here nelly yes so have your ball back nelly as well (laughs) so that back to nelly can find that there's something to do (laughs) and so if you've got these, these rescue dogs, yes. and say you get, after today, say, say, say 20 people phoned you and said, look, okay. I really need help, yeah. have you got rooms to, to accommodate them, or is it all down to you? Or what, what, what happens? I, I haven't at the moment. That is the problem. I mean, uh, our main object, uh, the reason why we're out every Sunday raising money, is because we aim to build our own rescue centre close to Norwich within the next five years. But obviously that's not you know a few hundred pounds so it is a lot of money that you need for that therefore we are desperate for foster homes so if you think you can you know look after a dog for a few even if it is you know like two or three months we do do like emergency fostering that sort of thing because as soon as we can bring a dog in it is a lot easier to find them a home and um you know, find them a, a, a permanent foster even if there is something wrong with them. Like Nelly, she um, she just had her x-rays. And um, I don't know if you can see, she's missing a few toes, oh, actually. Okay. Um, she was born with a, bit, oh, yes. with a few wonky bones uh, around her hip, her leg, uh, her left hind leg. Um, that's why she's a bit limpy. Okay. Uh, when her mum was uh, pregnant with her and her little mate, they must have been malnourished, uh, exposed to something, even a virus. So she didn't develop oh, properly. Yeah. Therefore, she's going to need hydrotherapy and physiotherapy for the rest of her life, which is 30 quid a session, not cheap, you know. Uh, she's going to need at least one or two a week. Um, but we're willing to cover these costs if we can find her a happy home. Okay. Uh, so that is what what we would call a permanent foster. Let's just go go for the the details again. So if people want to yep. get in touch with with you, Lexi, uh, yep. they might send you in a city with your your um, hound for a pound for a hound, which is I thought spare a pound for a hound. And people yeah, people were giving you money, weren't they? They were. Yeah. Yes, that's that's our new yeah. slogan. Yeah. Uh, we um, we also have a few contacts in Spain because there is a major problem uh, with hunting dogs there, same greyhounds and um, Egyptian hounds, which are basically greyhounds, but like the stick-up is, and they're a bit more energetic dogs. Um, So we do do rescue them as well. 
Um, and yeah, our Logan was spare pan for a hound, which we started last December because we brought two little girls over from Spain and that's how it all started. But it's been really, really uh, popular. So we just sort of kept going with it, which is um, really, really great. So, okay, so again, your, your, your contact details again, let's yes. see if I get those. Um, so the website is www.supersighthounds, which is S-I-G-H-T, okay. hounds.co.uk. Right. Or you can contact me on supersighthounds at yahoo.co.uk. Okay. And the website has my phone number as well on. And if people just... Facebook. Googled and Facebook, Supersite Hounds. Yes, yeah. Lexi with a Y as well. That's right. That's right. Thank you so much for coming in today. Lovely to see you. Thank you you for having us. Lovely to see dogs as well. And I really do wish you every success with this uh, for um, the future. And I really hope you can can help some dogs and get them away from this terrible dog fighting uh, that's happening as well. That's uh, Lexi Mandy there. She's chair of Supersite Hound Rescue. And also we had Alfie and... Uh, Archie. Archie and... Sorry, not really <laughs> Archie and Nelly. Archie and Nelly. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll try and get a photograph because they're quite keen to, to leave the building. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay, thanks minutes. for having thanks, us. Thanks, Bye. Thank you, guys. Bye. And everything that mattered once.